And not only, Slee, is that a, a real yeah, like sometimes you're kind of doing it because it's the start of the show and you're excited, and then there's sometimes where it's just coming from a very natural place. Today is one of those days. Slee, I am so fired up. I no, am today, so fired up. I-, I could tell, by the way, I could tell that was authentic. You know, there's been a couple where I heard it, and I'm like, Trav, what, what are we doing here? What are we doing, <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> I am feeling it for a variety of reasons, a mm-hmm. variety of reasons, and not just because of the reasons that Chris mentioned, like it's a Memorial Day weekend. It's yeah. an incredibly fun, exciting holiday. It's kind of the unofficial kickoff of summer. It's mm-hmm. going to be beautiful. We're going to eat some hot dogs. We're going to do all of those things. Can I, I, I'm going to – I'm going to get right to it. You ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead. I, 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 I saw this come across Twitter about five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. I immediately went to the Google machine to make sure that it was true, and it is. Are you ready? I'm ready. Costco is bringing back free samples. The the, the samples are returning to Costco. Don't, we have don't officially, mess with me here. We Don't have officially turned the corner for the pandemic. COVID's know, over. COVID's over. <laughs> I know that the Rams are going to play in front of a full capacity. We know that the Dodgers are getting ready to have open seating yeah, yeah, in the blah, middle of blah, June. Blah, 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 whatever. Or, yeah, all that doesn't matter. Costco is bringing back free samples, which means you can go into Costco and you can graze for, like, hours. You can have a you can eat a whole meal at Costco for nothing. It's glorious. Which, uh, what... Give me the specific Costco you go to, which just I, I'm at curiosity here. What's so, the Costco that you go to? I'm very fortunate to live in an area where I have three Costcos equidistant from nice. my house. Must so be I, nice. I, I have the Cabot Costco. I have mm-hmm. the Heather Ridge Costco, and I have the San Juan Costco. They're all about the same distance from my house. So not only can I go to each one and hit it up and go large, it's uh, yeah. I have I have variety. Do you do that? Like, is that one of your days where you kind of tell the family, all right, guys, I'm uh, Costco day. Um, I'm gonna be gone for a few hours, and uh, I'm not gonna actually. I'm actually not gonna come back with anything. I'm just (laughs) going to go. Did you say you said in one of the shows earlier you talked about how you would go sit in the what was it like the freezer room where they got selling all the (laughs) oh in the middle of the summer you go where they keep the milk and the eggs. It's like 30 degrees in there. It's glorious. You grab the the best plot in the city. You grab the twenty nine ninety nine Tommy Bahama chair that they're trying to sell. You take that into the uh, you take that into the fridge area and yeah. you sit in there from July uh, all the way to August fourth. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. It's oh, a good that's, plan. That's I like, big news. I like that's to do my news Costco shopping by myself. I like mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's a private thing for me. I it, my, my wife goes and spends like four paychecks worth of money at Costco. I like mm-hmm. to go and I spend about six bucks. Okay, maybe get like a cheap bottle of wine, and I'll have eaten enough to feed myself for uh, for a couple. I bet of you days. get that rotisserie chicken as well. Oh, so, okay. Since we're doing this, and we're gonna get to the Lakers here in thirty seconds, wait, but wait, you wait, brought before, it up, bunch. So okay, I need okay, to tell okay. you, this. I, I got something too. God, God, yep. The rotisserie chickens at Costco are too big. They are, and the, the rotisserie chicken has to be a certain size. Don't want it small, but theirs are a little too big. The grocery store rotisserie chickens are the perfect size. They got some HGH in it. They they get perfectly cooked through. The meat is nice and juicy. The skin gets nice and crispy. The Costco bird is like fifteen percent too big. I've done I've done the research. But that's I know what good, I'm talking but that, about. But that's a good problem to have. Like for somebody who's kind of the food guy, right? The guy yeah, that but, has claimed himself as the expert at seven ten ESPN when it comes to yeah. food. 
I have a feeling too much food for you is not like that's not your first not, red flag. Not no. Typically, you're right, but when it comes to rotisserie chicken, if you get into the interior of that chicken, it's maybe not quite as done as you want it. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a deal breaker. That's uh, can, that's that's not my deal. I can see you being in the sample world. And and listen, first of all, let me just kind of throw out this throw this out seventy t- seventeen span. We're gonna get to the whole Laker stuff and everything going on as the series over. But just a reminder here. Samples are now available again at Costco. There's certain news that kind of shifts everything to the side. Glorious day. This is one of the. This is one of those stories. Trav, um, I could see you being in front of the samples. Let's say you're sampling some of their sausages. You know, sometimes they'll mm, cut sure. those up a little bit, something along those lines. Oh yeah. I could see you. You know, they have maybe some remainders left, but they got new sausages that they're putting on there. I could see you on the side. No, just waiting for the new ones. Waiting yep. for the new ones. Is there somebody that doesn't do that? No, Are no, go ahead. people that take those old ones that have been sitting there for 10 minutes? Give me no, no, go ahead. I'm just wait, waiting for the fresh ones. And <laughs> kind of making the person uncomfortable that's actually making them. So, okay, you're, you're an you expert bring, there. When you do bring the, the, the kids, you have them go for a second and third run, too. Just, hey, go get me one of those little quesadillas. Go, 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 go hit that thing up. All right. Good night last night, Slee. You were inside the building. Let, let, let's start right here. Let's start with the vibe because the Lakers won. We'll get into how they won, why they won. LeBron, AD, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, the whole thing. But take me through it. Watching it on TV last night, it had some zip, some juice, some buzz, some pop, whatever you want to call it. It felt like a real playoff game despite the fact that there were less than 10,000 people in the building. Had a dude hit me up on Twitter and say, man, the Laker fan, someone kind of complaining that the Laker fans weren't loud enough. And I hit him back. I'm like, no, it's actually pretty damn good in here. So I, I don't know what the TV experience was like, but I will tell you just being in the arena. Um, Trav, for the first time, it felt like Lakers basketball again. It felt like a playoff game. I mean, you, you could actually see the um, players. There was a couple times Anthony Davis, when Lakers would go on a run, would churn. His back to the Lakers bench would look up at the Lakers crowd, kind of have his hands up. Caruso, I think, was... It was a uh, Kuzma w- was in a stretch. He had like three, four rebounds in a row. The ball went out of bounds, but it stayed Lakers possession. Caruso looks up into the crowd, starts pumping up the. It, this isn't just about fans that are excited. Think about sure. the players. Think about sure. their perspective. You know, we we talked. Uh, we were talking about the Phoenix Suns in that first two games that we felt like, wow, that was a good atmosphere that the Suns had. They, they probably Phoenix probably got that first game. Part of that had to do with. There were fans again in the arena, and they felt that vibe. Nothing different last night for the Lakers. And for the first time in since 2013, the Lakers had a playoff game. And, and whether capacity was 7,500 or not, didn't feel like that at all. No, and and the other thing that's happening, and not only have fans in, inside Staples Center, and not only did the Suns get a little bit of juice in game one from their home fans, LeBron's getting healthier. Mm-hmm. And maybe he's not going to be 100% before this whole thing is done. But LeBron James looked as much like LeBron James as we've seen him since he got hurt earlier in the season. It was the first time you thought, uh-oh, uh-oh, and not just for the Suns. You thought, uh-oh, for everybody else in the NBA because when 23 goes to the basket, when he can get to the rim, when he can finish at the rim, when he can explode to the basket, there's nothing anybody can do. Your only hope is that he misses, and he's not going to miss a whole bunch. He'll miss a handful, but your only hope is that he misses a short shot you don't have a real good chance. And then throw Anthony Davis playing the way that he did yesterday. All of a sudden, the Lakers look exactly like that team we thought they were going to be. Go all the way back. You and I, right? One of the very first shows you and I ever did together was after the Lakers won the championship. No, no, no. Pre-night show. 
pre-night show. Remember when they were last year NBA Finals last year, right? Mm. When we were doing those shows, and you were panicking, and I'm telling you now, it's fine. The Lakers, it doesn't matter. Jimmy Butler's not going to do that. A bunch. We're good. Mm -hmm. We're good. We're good. And then after we were doing the celebration, and we were thinking, hey, you know what? They could set this up for a long time. And it feels like it just now, last night, was the first time it's like, yep, there it is, that the pieces fit together. Schroeder looked really comfortable with those guys. All of the complimentary players, maybe not great games, but good enough, and your stars looked healthy, explosive, and that was the Laker team we've been waiting six months to see, and we saw it last night. Well, let me tell you something. I'll actually I'll take you a step back. I disagree. I don't really? think that's the Lakers team. Trav, I think – what you saw yesterday was 70 to 75% of what they're going to become. So I think what you're saying is you're on you're on to something, right? Like you've been saying this. Um, one of the points you made was face the Lakers early. Got to get to the Lakers early because if they start gaining momentum, get the hell out of the way because I don't know who's going to stop them. Really, I think you, well, you might make more of an argument now that the biggest threat's going to be in the Eastern Conference, not the Western Conference, but – the reason why I say I hesitate with what you just said, Lakers still can't hit a three-pointer if their life depended on it. They shot yeah. 25%. Okay? 7 to 28. KCP, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. He looked like he hyperextended his knee, but just KCP in general, right? It's not like the guy's hitting every jumper. Kuzma was 2 of 12 from the field. He can't find it, you know, his stroke. So I say that because, yes, you're right. You're on the right track. But I thought what we saw yesterday – three, four games from now, we might be seeing an even different Lakers team. So um, Lakers are heading in the right direction. Go take care of business in game four, which, of course, everybody's going to expect them to do. Don't waste time in this series against the Phoenix Suns. Try and get the series over as soon as possible. And that Lakers team that you're talking about, if they're playing 70 75% now, what the hell are they going to look like when they're playing 90%? ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, and all the guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. And Slee, Anthony Davis, when he does what he did last night, when yeah. he got going, the first it, it was funny because the game was kind of a tale of two different games, right? The first half was pretty ugly; nobody could make a shot. I remember looking at the score at one point. There, I believe there's like three minutes and forty some odd seconds left. Neither team had forty points. Second thinking, quarter, second quarter was sixteen to twelve. Yeah, it was second it was, quarter was sixteen to twelve. It was not pretty. It was not particularly fun to watch. But all of a sudden, the second half, LeBron comes out. He starts going to the basket. Yep. AD starts looking like AD all over again. He was pretty good all night long. Don't get me wrong, but it just felt like all of a sudden they said, "All right." I'm done with this. This is silly. The Suns are not as good as we are. Let's put the hammer down. And the best part about it all is that the Suns felt it too, Slee. The Suns had that moment. You could almost see it. It's funny when you watch these games because, and especially in basketball, a little bit in football and not so much in baseball, but especially in basketball, you get that moment where you feel that one team goes, oh, man, we're, yeah. they, they, we, I don't have an answer for this. Right. There is no. And if Devin Booker was pretty pedestrian last night, just OK. Right. He didn't look like the guy that could maybe steal you a game when that happens. It's it's kind of over. And it felt like it was over last night because the Lakers finally had that moment where the sun saw we have no answer for those two guys. You got to hope that they twist another ankle. You got to hope that something bad happens. because just straight up. You can't beat that team. You know, um, you know, when the series will be over, Trev, mm -hmm. and, and this is the. God honest truth here. The series is going to be over when the Lakers decide the series is over. So if the Lakers decide on Sunday, enough of this. Like, we got to let, – let's let's move on. Let's make sure that we go up three games to one. The Suns 
have zero control of how this series plays out. This just comes down to the Lakers. If the Lakers wake up, if the Lakers decide, hey, we're going to play a certain style, Lakers can play bad basketball and still win. Suns have to play near-perfect basketball, and it's a close game in the fourth quarter. That's just the that's the reality of the series. And, you know, part of this you can kind of start seeing in that fourth quarter yesterday too. When you start to feel like you have no hope, you might push a guy midair and <laughs> – uh, and get ejected out of a game. You might be Jay Crowder looking for a problem. Yeah. That's that's when you start seeing that, okay, you know what, the Phoenix Suns, they're, they're starting to look hopeless. That's probably the term, the best term to use because they don't have an answer, like you said. And in that fourth quarter, a couple plays started happening where you start looking at the Phoenix Suns. They're looking desperate. They don't know what to do. Devin Booker, how, how stupid of a play was that for him to push Dennis Schroeder? I know there's chirping that goes on in the game. That doesn't happen if it's a tie game. That doesn't no. happen if you feel like you have a shot in the series. No, look, p- p- pick a sport. Give me give me one of the big sports, and I'll tell you the moment. Just just pick one at random. Rugby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, when that weird-shaped ball – No, cross. Here's, here, here's the thing. In baseball, what you're talking about, mm-hmm. baseball is, uh-oh, we're cooked. You you start arguing with the umpire balls and strikes. Mm. In football, it's a late hit on a quarterback or something like 100%, that. 100%. Yep. In, in basketball, it's a, I'm going to shove a guy who's in midair, and I'm going to knock him down. In hockey, it's a stupid penalty where you whack a guy over the shoulder with your stick. The, we all know the moments, and the sun showed their ass last night. They, they, they told us it's over. Dennis Schroeder's going up for a layup. Was it the dirt? Was, was, was it Kevin McHale clotheslining no. uh, Rambus? No. no, it wasn't that. By the way, two shots, and let's go back the other way on that foul. Still blows me away. <laughs> but but it, it wasn't that. But it was, it, was, it was reckless. It was dirty. And more than anything else, it let you know the Suns knew that they were cooked. You know what it was, Trav? It was, I give up. I, I'm ready to go yeah. down. I'm ready to go in the locker room. And Jay Crowder was right with him saying, I'm ready to go down to the locker room, too. They gave up. And well. you only you only do things like that when you know it's kind of over. And this is, by the way, this is a great question to ask Laker fans out there because we're only three games in. The series is just two games to one. It's, it's first one to four, but we could throw this out to Laker fans. First, your reaction to last night's game. And do you think the series is over? Do you think there's anything that the Phoenix Suns can do – to continue to make this a series in some shape, way, or form, 877-710 ESPN. Because if I don't give out the number, Trav, I've seen this happen with you before. You don't want to hear from people, okay? Well, I wouldn't put it quite like that. I you're not, took, you're not I super took, wrong. but I took one day off, and you said, sounds good. I'm like, wait a minute. You, you should have. Why is your reaction sounds good? Hey, not like... Hey. You you should have. I, I, Bergman calls me and says, hey, uh, Trav Slee's going to take a Friday off. Do you want me to get... No. No, I'm good. Just uh, I, I'm fine. I, I got it. I got it. I've been uh, training my whole life for this. This is my my one shot. All right, we're gonna do those calls. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN plus. I got a story for you too. I, I got a story. I got. Yeah, tell you. I was gonna a, say. Slee, an interesting one. Slee couldn't tell me this fast enough this morning. He was trying to flex on oh, me. We'll get we into go. that coming up next. It's Travis and Slee. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. 
Better because it has to be. 710 ESPN. So can, can I set the table real quickly before we do some of these phone calls and stuff? Sure. Okay. So every morning we have a call around 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And we talk about... I haven't been it, late yet, by the no, way. No, not, not yet. And, er, and every morning we'll talk about the topics of the day. Yep. And Slee comes in. He's like, hey, Trav. I got a story that I want to tell today. It's uh, it's a pretty big deal. So let, let's just go ahead, and, and now you can take it over to the mayor. Hey, the floor is yours, Lee, and you can you can set this up however you'd like. Did you set that up that way because <laughs> I have lied multiple times on the air about you? So you're like, all right, I'll, I'll throw Al in the same position. Yeah. Okay, quick story here. Yes. Right? So yesterday uh, we finished our show, and I got the pregame show coming up. And uh, usually I do all my prep from the station. But I'm like, I don't want to, you know, we just finished our show. I'm like, I don't want to go into the station. Like, let me let me just get as much as I can done. So I end up doing everything from home. So I'm kind of cutting it a little short here. So I'm in Pasadena area. It's like maybe 4.15. Uh, coach is going to talk at 5.15. I haven't even looked. Okay, what's traffic look like? So I'm like, I, I got to get down to Staples Center. I got I to head down to L.A. Live. So, Trav, I, I start. I'm like, I got to go get a cut. I'm going to go get some coffee from Starbucks, and then I'm going to head over to L.A. Live. So I get down there. You know when you're kind of in a rush, now everything – Anybody, anything else is doing, you're starting, okay, come on, guys, hurry up a little bit. Start to annoy you, sure. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with them. It's because I, I'm late. It has nothing to do with them, okay? Yeah, so I get in Starbucks. <laughs> I, get in, I get in line, and I'm looking. There's one guy in front of me, and then the lady at the cash register, she's – I don't know what she's doing. I don't know. The, the register is open. Like, I, I think she's filing the taxes for 2020 <laughs> for that Starbucks location at this time. Like, this is the time where now they're filing the, the taxes. Books. So the whole time I'm like, what, what's going on here? Like, is she done? Is, has this guy ordered yet? Okay, well, dust settles. Um, he has not ordered yet. She finally closes the register. Uh, the taxes are filed. So this guy then uh, orders his drink, and I'm kind of, you know, patiently waiting there, and, you know, he's kind of thinking what he's getting. Okay, then he orders his drink. Then, uh, you know, how are you going to pay? And he's, uh, he's I'm, I'm going to pay on my phone. Okay, so, all right, so he's going to pay on his phone, and he's looking, and he's, uh, you know, everybody has the app, so you just pay. It's real quick, and you get the hell out of there. Well, he's not doing it by that way. He has a gift card, but it's through the phone, and I just hear him <laughs> communicating with her. I'm like, pick it up, guys. Let's go. We got to get going here. And he goes, well, I got to log in. And in my oh, head, boy. I'm like, what? I haven't heard login in a while, right? It's an app. You're already logged in. It's your phone. There's nothing to log in. So now I see him typing on his phone. He's logging in, whatever. And in my head, I'm just like, bro, you got to hurry up here. Like, you had all this time while she was at the cash You, We got to be ready here. Your app should have already been open. You should have been moving by now. I should have already ordered. Again, all this has to do is the fact that I'm late. It has nothing to do with anybody else. So then it, I'm up. So then I, I'm quick, app is open, I'm ready, and now I'm waiting in line. You didn't have to log in? Didn't have to log in. <laughs> Trav, what happens after that? What happened? I felt so bad. This guy looks at me and he goes, hey, are you Alan Sliwa? I'm like, <laughs> yes! this is not happening. Awesome! <laughs> this is not happening. I was just, in my mind, talking smack to this guy. He has no idea. Calling him terrible things in your head. All I was doing was spending time talking about how how are you not already logged in. And then this guy asks, now he wants to talk Lakers basketball. I feel bad. I, I feel bad. Dude's name was Matt or something along those lines. The nicest guy in the world. So next thing I spend five more minutes, I'm talking about Lakers got to get game Well, maybe, three, he does, game he, four. maybe he thinks you know nothing about Lakers bas- basketball. <laughs> 
What happened, Funches? What happened? <laughs> no, I mean you're you're you thinking negative thoughts about him going in. He's probably thinking negative thoughts about you too. I felt bad. I felt bad. Uh, Trav, uh, we we do have somebody that was listening to our to our show. So if he's What's listening up, Matt? right now, thanks for checking right us now, out. We appreciate him uh, tuning in. And I'm an a hole. Let me let me go. <laughs> well, I don't think say you that, go I'm that far. And so here, uh, I used to work for a guy that a lot of people have heard of. He had a great line about this. He says, whenever somebody asks you, hey, what do you think about the Lakers? All that means is they're getting ready to tell you what they think about the Lakers, <laughs> which is the truest thing I've ever heard. Absolutely. I like that, Slee. I like that people are recognizing you on the street. That's yeah, exciting. It happens once every four years. Have you guys ever lied about who you guys years. were, though? Like someone recognizes you or whatever, but then you say, no, it's, I'm not Travis. I'm not Slee. Not, if somebody recognizes me, I, right. I own it. But if somebody has no idea who I am and asks me what I do, I will frequently tell a lie. <laughs> Be, for, for, because yeah, I just yeah, don't yeah. want the conversation at that point. I, I just, hey, what do you, because first of all, same I pull idea. up my LinkedIn. I pull up my LinkedIn <laughs> and I, I actually have a resume with me and just, uh, I'm open, <laughs> open to have a conversation. The, the question, what do you do for a living, is not really a question. It's just they want to tell you that they sell aluminum siding and are you in the market. That's why I, I like to avoid that. I just, I did not, I don't really do much. I just, my wife works and I stay at home. That's kind of my go to. Um, all right. So, Slee, last night the Lakers take a two to one lead. The question that you asked is, is this thing over? 877 710 ESPN. Let's start in Van Nuys in the Valley with David. David, you are on with Travis and Slee. What's going on, David? Hey, good morning, guys. First and foremost, I love your show. Um, I want to say, after watching last night's game, I'm about 75% 75 to 80% sure this thing is over. But I'm really kind of wanting to see Sunday because I believe after what happened last night with the two guys being ejected, I think they're going to come out pretty strong with, I mean, no doubt Lakers are going to come out stronger, but you know, I think about 75%, 80% it's over. And uh, you guys could tell me otherwise, but that's, that's what I kind of believe. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for calling it. You know, what's funny, Trav. I, I think the question is not, is it over? I think it's almost, when is it over? In my opinion, right? Yeah. It's like, when is it over? Is it going, are, are the Lakers going to be able to go on a streak here and just say, hey, we're going to take care of these next two games, let's call it a day? Or does it stretch to six? Um, but even hearing a caller there say that he's interested on Sunday's game, listen, if anything took place on Sunday different than what took place yesterday, we'd all be sitting here like, what the hell are the Lakers doing? So hopefully that's not the case. Yeah, you know, it, it's funny. The more I see them play, and it's only been three games, but it, it's – Man, if it doesn't remind me of last year a little bit. Remember that going into the bubble, the those eight what was it eight games they played in the bubble before the playoffs started, and the Lakers looked pretty disinterested. They didn't look particularly sharp and crisp. And then in game one against the the Portland, Portland. Trailblazers, yeah. Portland beats them. And mm -hmm. you're, and I never really worried that the Lakers were going to win the series, but the deeper the series went, the longer it went, the more you're thinking. How the Lakers ever lose a game to these guys? The Lakers are a lot better than these guys, and that's what this feels like. This feels like something that is we're going to look back after this thing is done in five or six games. Like, how did the Lakers lose to these guys again? Oh, right, LeBron, he wasn't quite healthy. AD had one of those games that AD has every once in a while. That they're really, I like what you said a minute ago. This is over the second the Lakers decide it's over, and I think they've decided it's over. Mm -hmm. You saw it yesterday. Dennis Schroeder gets knocked to the ground. Lakers are going to be fired up. 
Lakers Sunday. are going to come back. The Lakers, yeah, the Lakers are going to come in on Sunday and not only win the game, I think, but I think it's going to look a lot like it looked yesterday, which is by the time we get into the fourth quarter, it's a double-digit lead. The Lakers probably aren't going to kick a lead like that. They feel like they have both hands on this series, and nothing's taking it away. So, so this is this is the. You know how we said, Trav, we said we're going to find out a lot about the Lakers in game two. We were going to find out a lot, right? Like mm-hmm. a team that needs to respond. How are they going to respond? Because we can make as many examples and references to last year as possible, but until we actually see it for ourselves, this is this is what happens in game four, Trav. Um, if the Lakers, like you just mentioned, kind of come out in this game on, on Sunday and if – First of all, this is going to be the Suns' last chance. So the Suns know that if they lose Sunday, the series is over. They're not going to win three games in a row against the Lakers. So you'll get you'll get the best shot from the Suns, maybe some dirty play as well, like anything they can to stay in the series. That's why I think I'm not sold yet to sit here and say that the Lakers are back. Do it again on Sunday. Like kind of, you know, go on a streak where people in the NBA are saying, oh, freaking Lakers, man. It's not two in a row. They've won six in a row. They've won five of six. They've won six of seven in the postseason, something along those lines. Let me throw a quick call. Javier in Pasadena. Javier, what's going on? You're on, Travis. You're on with Travis. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? What's up, Laker fans? Hey, check this out, though. I'm going to put everybody on notice. Everybody, even including you, Travis, I know you. You were talking about he's not that guy. AD's not that guy. But check this out, man. He doesn't have to Whoa, 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 whoa. Javier, we, this is uh, public radio. Excited. We can't use F bombs. I know you're excited. excited. It's a family show, Javier. <laughs> I know. Little I know that you're excited. fired up. We can try that again some other day. Look, here's the problem. You, you're right. I did call out AD. And so did just about everybody else that watched Why wouldn't you? But why yeah, wouldn't you? It was, it was a terrible performance. The good news is he responded the way he typically does mm-hmm. with two really impressive efforts. Two really impressive games. Look, let, Slee, am I wrong? Anthony Davis was the best player on the court last night. Anthony Davis was the best player. That's the straight talk. It's time for straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Even in a game where LeBron James was really good, and LeBron Mm -hmm. controlled the game, LeBron took over the game with just all of the things that LeBron does, Anthony Davis was the best player on the court last night. That's great news for the Lakers. Let's get one more in here. David in Santa Monica. David, what's going on? You're on with Travis and Sliwa. Hey, hey, yes, the day of the Davis. What, what can we say? But, uh, hey, man, I was saying that I agree wholeheartedly. The Lakers are probably at about 70 75%. What I'd like to see is the team take on that Kobe mentality, like mm-hmm. the, that, that Anthony Davis, I'm that guy mode, you know, from last year, which, which by the way, last year was real basketball. No trappings, no fans. Just go out and straight up ball. Do what you're paid to do. Millions of dollars to play this game. Ball out. They did that. Now, repeat it. Repeat it. Take on Kobe's mentality. Don't leave a gym until you've taken 100, 200, 300 shots. All of the shooters, all the three-pointers, I hope they're listening. Ball out. Glad to see Kuzma uh, no colored hair. Do all that stuff after you win this championship. <laughs> Color it 50 times. Just go out and ball, man. I, lo- I love David. David, I love and Thank I appreciate you, you calling in. I love how David throws in after the take 200 shots, do this, yeah. and Kuz, uh, don't color your hair. I, I love that he just mixed that part into uh, into it. By, by the yeah. way, Trav, isn't, isn't that kind of interesting? I, I know we we got to come to a break here, but the West is kind of lining up pretty interesting for the Lakers right now. It, it, it is. There, the, everything is breaking exactly kind of the way that you had hoped. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive's home quote explorer gives you multiple quote options so you can pick what's right for you. See for yourself at Progressive.com. Yeah, it, it 
not only are the Clippers clippering, not mm-hmm. only is that Denver-Portland series looking like a pretty gettable one, Utah does not look like a number one seed typically. Does. Don't get me wrong, they're good. Yeah. But they're, I mean, they're, they're okay, but I'm not worried. If, if this keeps progressing the way that it has, I'm not worried about it at all. I want to make a case when we come back. If we can, uh, and we'll take more of your phone calls, 877-710-ESPN. Do you think this series is over uh, between the Lakers and the Suns? Uh, Trav, I want to make a case how the Lakers can punch their ticket to the Western Conference Finals by just doing one or two things over these next couple of games. I'll tell you what I'm referring to after, uh, when we come back. And get your Ask Slees in. That's coming up in about 20 minutes from right now. Hashtag them, Ask Slee, at Travis Rogers, at Alan Sliwa, Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the show will appear via the Goodyear Hotline Slee. Um, Do we want to give a quick little uh, shout-out here? If you miss any part of the show, ESPN app or on iTunes, you could catch the full ta- two hours uh, Travis and Sliwa show. I still feel like, uh, Trav, I feel like Keyshawn's intro. There's such – even the promos, I feel like there's a lot – Everyone's kind of hyping the Travis part, and then the Sliwa part kind of fades off a little bit. Sounds good to me. I haven't noticed. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, it's in your they, contract. It's in your they, contract. They, they sound absolutely fine to me. Don't forget, Ashley coming up next. That's about, oh, 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes from right now. Um, and very quickly, uh, Javier, I did not hang up on you. Believe it or not, I don't even have the ability to hang up on anybody from where I'm doing this show. Uh, you can't say the F word on the air. That, that's kind of a bad deal. That's uh, something Javier, we're working on it. We're on. trying to get that word approved through Disney. <laughs> we're so, working FCC. on it. Yeah, yeah, we're working on it. Give us Funch another. called g- back <laughs> screaming at me. Give because, us another two all, weeks. I don't pick up the phone. That's Funch is the one picking up the phone. Um, Javi, I didn't uh, hang up on you, but you can't say that word on the air, Javier. Ha- so Javier was back, talking to us like we were at a barbecue, and we were just all just <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> Look, I, I get Which it. I like. I like I that it. vibe. Have you ever said it on the air, Slee? No. No, no I definitely did it once. Not. Just, did I, you? I did. I did. And, and again, I've, I've 25 years in, I think that's pretty good that I've only said it once. What was, what was the topic? Uh, it was, I don't even remember, but it was, it was using it as an adjective. I wasn't angry. I, 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 you know, it, it wasn't. It was just me saying, "Oh, the, you know." And then yeah. all of a sudden, this bleeping guy—it's—it's mm-hmm. it's like it was not. And I very quickly hit the big red dump button right in front of me. It was all cool, but I did do it. So uh, Javier, I get it. Call back and we'll try it again sometime. What are the two things that need to happen for the Lakers, Lee? Okay, so just kind of pay attention here to the Western Conference. By the way, we'll take more of your phone calls. Just uh, hang in we'll with see. us. Eight seven 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 dead ESPN. So th- this is uh, this is the Western Conference right now. You got Denver and Portland that are in a fight. Uh, Trap. I, I was telling um, I was telling Michael yesterday. I said, Michael, if there's a series that goes seven in the first round, it's probably this one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Denver's up two games to one. The next game is still in Portland. Portland can very well win that game, tie the series up two two. Okay. Why is that important? It's important because if that series goes seven games, 
not only do the Denver Nuggets without Jamal Murray and the Portland Trailblazers, who we know exactly what the Blazers are, and they have they can only do so much. Talent's only going to get you so far. Not only do the Lakers have such an advantage over both of those teams who they would face in the second round, if the Lakers wrap things up in five games, go take care of uh, Sunday, but if they wrap things up against the Phoenix Suns in five games, Trav, the Lakers can get maybe four or five days off before they start that second round. Right. Okay? So when I say things are, are kind of churning in the Lakers' direction, you got the Clippers down 2 to nothing against the Dallas Mavericks that maybe this is arguably the most important game in their franchise history in the freaking first round because they lost two at Staples Center. You got Utah and Memphis. I think Utah's going to win the series, uh, but Donovan Mitchell's coming back from his ankle, ankle injury. Let's just say that series goes six games and you know Utah's got to work a little bit. I think the path to get to the NBA Finals is looking a lot cleaner than maybe it was 30 days ago for the Lakers. And another thing, Trav... You know, I, I think we have always talked about how tough the Western Conference is. The East is going to have some battles in that second round. Yeah. The Eastern Conference has some phenomenal – Milwaukee is about to sweep the Miami Heat, which I never thought was going to happen, and they got Brooklyn in the next round. Yeah. Philly uh, will eventually have to play one of those two teams. The The battles going on around the NBA, I feel like there will be battles, and I, I kind of feel like the Lakers are kind of weaving and dodging, not that they need to – but it's just kind of playing out this way. So that's how important I think these next couple of days are for the Lakers because if they could wrap up some stuff with the Phoenix Suns, they might get a lot of time off before they start round two. I want to go back to something you said a second ago, that this tonight's game, the Clippers and the uh, Mavs, could be the biggest, most important game in the history of the Clipper organization. And and by the way, I agree with you. I think you're right. I think because I, I certainly can't come up with one. Um, how pathetic is that? Yeah, how's that possible? I mean, I mean, th- think think about what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Because when you said it, I'm like, well, hold on. And then I start thinking about it. The Clippers are down 0-2 in the first round against a lower seed, and this is the most important game in their history. What? What? Huh? I mean, it, first of all, if the most important game in your history does does is not an elimination game, a championship game, a, a game that launches you into the next round, I, we all know the ones that actually matter, not yeah. game three mm-hmm. in the first round. And and the crazier part about it is, A, your history means that you don't have any, and B, this is – it's accurate. I was going to it, say, it, it's it's probably not a stretch. It's not. A, you it's, can make the argument. Even a stretch at all. You can it's, make the it's, argument. It's, no, I, I, I want to go further. Tell me a bigger one. Because last year when they were clippering, last year when they were up 3-1, it's 3-2, you went, eh. Last year when they lost again and it was 3-3, you're like, oh, they're going to lose for sure. I mean, this is what the Clippers do. It was absolutely the Clippers are going to lose this game. And they did. And you went, oh, they did it again. And we immediately moved on to the next one. But this is different. This is different for the reasons we talked about yesterday. This Kawhi can leave. Paul George cost you your entire future, right? That, that you you have no leadership on this team to speak of on the floor. Rajon Rondo just got there. I know that he's a good leader. I know that he's well-respected. He just got there, right? You can't just show up and fix it in four minutes. This is what we're talking about. But It's but, nuts. Here's the thing, Trav. This is not – you know, there's certain uh, – and I don't even know how this has happened, but – there are certain franchises. I'm going to use the Clippers as an example. Let's let's put away all the history, and I know it's tough to do so because they have. When, when we talk history, you're only talking negatively about their history. Let's put all that away. Let's just look at this championship run. So 
they tried dodging the Lakers, which some people say this is stupid, and you said it's stupid. I guess <laughs> you said it's stupid. Face them earlier rather than later. Okay. They disrespect the Dallas Mavericks team, which I don't think they cared. I mean, it's the Mavs. They're not thinking this is going to be an issue. You woke up one of the top five players in the NBA in Luka, and he's only 21, 22, however old he is. Mm -hmm. They're taking it personal. You got Luka running his mouth on every single Clipper player as he gets to the basket and he scores, whether it's Pat Beverly, Kawhi, Paul George, whatever the case is. You got... Uh, kind of the scope of the NBA laughing at the Los Angeles Clippers because they got no answer and um, they were looking for this and they haven't responded. This is my question about the Los Angeles Clippers. And we're going to find out in these next couple of games. I, I I don't think there's a middle ground here. Either they're going to get swept or this is going to be a seven-game set. Like it's going to either become a really good series or they're going to get swept. And I don't feel like there's much of a, much of a middle ground. Um, where is – like? You can have all the talent you want. You can have all the players you want. Where's kind of like the fight? Where is the heart? Where is the – Let me stop you right there. Let me ask you, who are their two best players? Kawhi and PG. Right. Do either one of those guys strike you as guys that are going to do that? I, I, I was listening to Ty Lue yesterday saying, oh, it's not a concern. We're not, we're not concerned. I, I was listening to Paul George sit back and say um, – you know what? There's a there's it's as the much pressure pressure for everybody. There's as much pressure on every other NBA team than ours. Yeah. What That's what are we wrong. what are we watching? Like yeah, I, 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 so you bring that up. I want to play something for you. Let, let's listen to Ty Lue here. He's talking about how we have a sense of urgency, but no panic. Because there's an there's an important phrase in here that made me just say, "Here we go again." Take a listen. Yeah, I think the right word is urgency. I think urgency is the right word. Um, pressure and panic. Um, I don't believe in that. I think we just got to take it one game at a time. Like, you know, they won the first two games on our floor. And we just got to take it one game at a time. So we got to have more urgency. And then we got to understand what we're trying to do on the floor um, defensively and everybody be on the same page. So um, that's the biggest thing for me. But like I said, we are urgent. Um, we are ready to go. We um, cleaned up some things that we need to clean up. And we'll do the same thing today and tomorrow as well to get ready for uh, the game tomorrow night. Okay. I don't believe in pressure. What? I mean, th- th- that's the same thing that Paul George said. Oh, the same amount of pressure is on us that's on the Memphis Grizzlies or right. it's on the Atlanta Hawks or any of these <laughs> other teams. It's like, what? What do you mean you don't? The, the only people that don't believe in pressure are the people that are feeling it more than everyone. LeBron James feels pressure. Steph Curry feels pressure. Luka Doncic feels pressure. Everybody that competes in sport, you don't think that Clayton Kershaw felt pressure going out to pitch in the World Series? Of course he did. It's mm. normal. It's professional sports. You're trying to win the World Series, the NBA championship, the Super Bowl. Pressure is a part of it. It's not pretending it doesn't exist, which is what he's preaching to his team. Hey, guys, we, 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 we don't have any pressure. I'm telling you we don't have any pressure. There's no pressure. Well, of course there is. It's, it's one of those things that LeBron's probably saying, guys, this is going to feel different. You're going to be sped up. You're going to want to just get through it, feel it, accept it, and move through it. That's what guys that don't do. That's screaming that it doesn't exist. Yeah. This is why they're so goofy. You can't pretend it's not happening when it's happening right in front of your face. If Clippers lose tonight and it's 3 nothing, can you send a text to Amanda and Greg and say we're going to do a Mavs postgame <laughs> show tonight from 9 p.m. to 10.30? You can do that one by yourself because I'm already got exactly what I want, which is Ask Slee, which is coming up next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. All right, right into it, Slee. Here we go. This is from Ryan, and Ryan says, Would Slee have rather been a member of Alpha Beta or Lambda, Lambda, Lambda? Hashtag Ask Slee. Of course, those are the two fraternities in Revenge of the Nerds. Are you an Alpha Beta or are you a Tri-Lam, Slee? Let's go try lamb. I'm all in. I'm all in. Let's go try lamb. No screwing around here. I don't want to imagine you bullying anyone, Sliwa. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen. No, no bullying around. By the way, the first time this guy, Travis, introduced Taylor, and he's like, don't let Sliwa bully you. I'm like, what? What are we, what are we talking about here? That's my, that's my rep. My rep is bullying. So, okay. Um, I want to answer this one for myself as well because I absolutely would have been an alpha beta and would have been a good one. Okay? I would, I would have fit – right in i can see you hanging with ogre i i was an athlete in college Mm -hmm. and i was not maybe a a picture at ucsb i was not a very good guy i was i was kind of a you know what Mm -hmm. i was the thing that you can't say on the radio either and and it's not much has changed (laughs) (laughs) so we i forget what it was we're having a party at something at my house and so there's a picture i as i mentioned before my wife and i started dating when we were in high school. So we have pictures of the two of us together when we were like 16, 17 years old. Mm. And there's a picture of me. We're like the prom or something like that, the two of us together. And my buddy Brian goes, oh, my God, you were an 80s high school movie bully, weren't you? <laughs> he goes, he just sees the piece. He goes, you look like every high school bully in every 1980s You're a Johnny movie. Lawrence, weren't you? <laughs> well, I mean. Come on, Trev. Kind of. It's nothing I'm proud of. But, yeah, I would have first been of all, a, First of all, we have a promo. We have a promo running on the station where you don't want to spend five minutes with your family in a car. Okay? We'll get to that in a minute. That's we're gonna we're gonna save that story because that that one circled back in a way that I wasn't hoping it would. That we'll uh, we'll touch on a little bit. New name, new face. Love this. This is from Iron Man T eighty six, and he writes, "Sleep. If the Mavs sweep, are you throwing a parade? And if so, who's at the head of the parade? Mason." O'Shea Jackson Jr. or you, hashtag Ask Slee. Who's the leader of the anti-Clipper parade? Let me tell you something. I don't need to lead it. I'm just I'm, – I'm, pom-poms are here. I'm ready. How, how can I help? How can I help coordinate this thing? That's all I want to do, Trav. Trav, I, I say this, and I'm not kidding around when I say it. I'm a child when it comes to, for some reason, with the Clippers. I don't know what it is, but I really am. I, there's not another franchise that I am I, – I, I put out tweets when, when Clippers lose. I put out, I, I put out Mavs Nation. You know, and everybody starts piling in, okay? I We talk about you – know, sometimes I'll do it. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to go get a J.J. Barea jersey. I'm, I'm waiting. The next one, the next loss that the Clippers have, I have a really good idea of what I'm going to tweet out. I'm a child. I literally am. So I don't need to be the leader of the parade. O'Shea, Mace, if they want to take care of it. But I'm here to help, however I can yeah, help. You'll, you'll do the dirty work, right? <laughs> you'll do the logistics. You'll make sure that the street has been uh, reserved so you can, can go Can you imagine right down if they fig. freaking lose in this? What if they get swept? Can Trev? I imagine it? Of course I can. What if they get swept? It happens every season. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Hey, I mean, can, can you imagine if July follows June? Yeah, I can. 
It happens every year, and the Clippers uh, lose way before they should. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. All right, Slee, this is good news. Here's another new guy. This is okay. from Ashton, and Ashton writes, hashtag asks, Slee, one-on-one in Echo Park, first yeah. to 21. Adam Sandler versus Slee, how does it play out? You beat Adam Sandler one-on-one? He's okay, got, got a little a, size I, on you. He's a little bigger than you. I got a quick funny story, even though every time I start telling a story, everybody's like, well, don't tell a story. Don't yeah, ask we got, no, more of these, no. we got more of these that we want to get in. <laughs> about a year and a half ago, um, so I used to play basketball at the L.A. Athletic Club before COVID, right? It's a nice place, by the way. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, it is what it is. Um, I used to play <laughs> basketball there, okay? So one okay. time I'm there, and uh, who's playing? Adam Sandler? Adam Sandler's there. Okay. Adam Sandler's playing, so... It's half court basketball, right? Nobody's running full court. I'm gonna collapse with a heart attack. What was it? Three on three? Three on three. Uh, three on three. I think. It was, yeah, it was three on three. So I've heard a lot of people talk about Adam Sandler's game. His game's pretty good. It's not okay. bad. I mean, Adam. We're not talking like a Prince situation. Who could actually ball out? We're just talking. It's okay. We're talking that it's okay. Like this is a guy that it's not like he's going to be on your team and you're like, get this dude off the floor. Or, Don't pass him the ball. Like he's a smart player, makes good passes, all that stuff. How I'll is he him. as a shooter? I'll take him one on one. Let me let me just kind of. How is he as a shooter? Make sure I throw that out. Okay, I, I have an Ashley. Yeah. Uh, this is from. How is he as Travis a shooter? Rogers. He's he's okay, but he's not like he's not looking for a shot a lot. Hashtag Ask Slee. What <laughs> is like your full game, game plan, Slee? What is what is what is Slee's pickup? Are you a shooter? Do you go to the hoop? Do you have handles? What's your strongest asset? Um, me and the paint have never met each other, so no, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not driving the lane. Uh, shooter. Definitely a shooter, but I like passing too. But if uh, if I get an open jumper, I better hit it. If not, why am I on the floor? Why why is my five nine Middle Eastern, you know what, on the floor if I can't hit a jumper? <laughs> All right, this is from TFP. You don't have to respond to this one because you kind of already did. Which took longer, the guy at Starbucks fumbling around or you telling the story? Hashtag By the way, ask <laughs> I already responded on Twitter and I said definitely my story took a lot longer than what happened with uh, with the dude at Starbucks. All right, we'll keep it moving. This is from Eric. Uh, Big E writes, at what point was Slee – or what point in Slee's head was he thinking of asking for the manager? Hashtag ask Slee. Are you a ask for the manager guy, Slee? Um, when they finished filing their two years of taxes while I was waiting at the <laughs> register, that's at one point. No, I'm not a – I'm not a – no, not all the time. Yeah, I've, I've been known to ask for a manager. I've been you, known you, to ask for a manager. Because what, – what, let, okay. let, let me give you, I, let by me the give way, you a scenario. you have my full attention. I'll give you, I'll give you a scenario. Go. Okay. If you go to – there's certain circumstances. If you go to a nice high-end restaurant, okay, and you're about That's to drop some good money and you sure. want a good experience, I don't want my left elbow touching the trash can and the spray can that they're using. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? That's like, gross, yeah. There's like certain predicaments that you're like, okay, hey, all good, all love. You mind if we sit somewhere a little bit else? I don't need I don't need to hear you guys getting the forks all ready and, and brushing them off on my left ear while I'm digging into my steak. <laughs> Every once in a while, you got to get so, kind of what so you're what looking for. Do you say, um, excuse me, um, sir? Can, uh, can we just can you find else? us another table? Do you, but if it's crowded and there's no table, there, it's just this is what we have. I'm really sorry, but this is what we got. I'll tell you what. Most places, if you come up to them and you're respectful and everything, they're going to accommodate. They're going to find a way to accommodate. 
I'm very worried about our first night out, Slee, that you're going to cause a scene that's going to make me very uncomfortable. So <laughs> one, of, one of my rules is I never complain about anything ever publicly. Right? I'll go on the radio and complain about it, but I'm not going to let you know that in that moment I'm not feeling it at all. I, I, listen, I, I think hospitality, customer service, I think that there's a lot of scenarios where it's obviously not perfect. Everybody's trying to do their best. But I think they really respect if you come up to them in the right manner. In the right, I mean, if you have like a legitimate point, if you're going up there because you just want to complain about something, that's different. All right, here's another one. This is from Walk Off HBP, and it says hashtag Ashley. Do you think Trav has a complicated relationship with food? Trav's kind of all over the place. <laughs> you know, I got a call yesterday in the post game show. You know what the guy said? He Did wasn't he? talking about the Laker game. Get, oh, guess like what this. the guy? Guess what the guy said? I forgot to mention this earlier about your steaks. He said, "Really, Sliwa, medium well." <laughs> See, okay. that, I'm trying to help you, Sliwa. Okay, first of all, I didn't say medium well. I said medium plus. That's number That's one. That's the same thing. Number two, it's already ruined. Once you're past two, medium, it's ruined anyway. What difference does it <laughs> okay, make? Okay, number two, we're in the middle of the post game show. I got 24 calls that want to talk about the Lakers, Nothing and you want to go medium. That. You want to go on medium well. That's literally <laughs> was his point. I'm like, does this guy have another point? He's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> All right, next one. Drew in L.A. Uh, Drew writes, does Allen have a, quote, system at the casino? Hashtag Ask Slee. Do you have a, a, a casino system, Slee? There's four of us at a blackjack table. All right. Two are sitting on the other side. We're, we're counting cards. I just can't. I have no idea. <laughs> you're, no, you're, you're have no idea. You see what so happened to that guy's hand at casino that, that try to count cards? They smashed his hands. They, yeah, they don't like that. That's a bad idea, Slee. I've been counting cards for 13 years. 13 years. That's all my money's been made. I do. I do not have a system. By the way, are, are Trevor? Are you a guy? If you go to Vegas, like, do you have to? You know, there's some people. They go put their bags up, and they're like, "I, I got to go down there." Are you one of those guys? I'm. I'm good for Vegas about once a year at this point in my life. And as a younger man, we used to go to a bunch of fights. Like we'd go to six, seven fights a year. So I was there. Almost once a month. We were there a lot. Any fights that you want to kind of shout out that you were at just based upon your access and your relationships? Really too many to mention. I've been to, I don't know, eight or ten Mike Tyson fights, maybe ten or twelve Oscar De La Hoya fights, Holyfield fights. Lennox Lewis fights, Pernell Whitaker fights, uh, Julio Cesar Chavez fights. We got it, fights. bro. We got it. We got it. I, 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 no, I don't want to mention any of them individually. No, I'm not a, I'm not a gambler. That's I have a lot of vices. Yeah. Most of them involve food, but I do not have the, uh, the gambling bug, thankfully, for that. So, no, I do not have a system as well. All right. The Clippers have the Mavs. The Lakers have the Suns. The best player on the court so far through these two series, Luka Doncic, Anthony Davis. I got a question for you that you might not like. That's coming up next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.